You're listening to the Look Right Naked podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bach. This is the podcast for men and women who want to look right naked without living in the gym. If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, hopefully you are caffeinated and ready to roll. I know I am. And today we are going to reveal the secrets to building a lean, jacked physique that you will be proud of to show it off or knowing that you committed to something for yourself and made it happen. Because confidence is built when we make big promises to ourselves and then we keep them. And so whether you're a beginner looking to get started or somebody who has been under the bar for years, this podcast is specifically for you. And these specific tactics that I'm going to share with you provide the framework that you can apply and that you can adjust as you become more self-sufficient with your fitness. So grab your headphones, hit play, and let's get rolling. Now, a quick story, and this goes back to my high school days. I had this coach, Coach Morgan, guy was probably about 6'1", 210 pounds, was an Olympic lifting coach, had forearms that I swear to God were made of a steel cable. Anyway, I peppered him with questions nonstop, and I was always asking questions, what is the best lift for this? What is the best lift for that? Wanting to know what the best was, and his answer was something unique. It was It depends. And you see, a lot of people will try to make something flashy on social media saying, this is the one thing that you need to have. But what we really need is a set of principles, a guideline, a blueprint, if you will, to help us become empowered with the knowledge to make the best decisions that we can. And if you think about it this way, if you're building a house, you can't pick out every single detail before you actually get going. In fact, you can't pick out the cabinetry, the tile, the appliances, all of that shit until you actually have a blueprint. And if we operate in that same mindset with our training, well, we're focusing on exercises, maybe things that don't necessarily serve you. And so what we're gonna do is give you the framework, give you the blueprint for building a strong, lean, and athletic body that you can take and you can apply that can flow with your life versus flowing against it. Lean physique rule number one, eat more foods that had a face. What do I mean by that? You should be eating more lean protein. In fact, when it comes to optimizing body composition, the evidence is clear. 0.82 grams per pound of body weight is about how much protein you should be having. So if you're 180 pounds, it's about 150, 155 grams per day. Now, You also see numbers like one gram of protein per pound of body weight. That's also great because it's easy to remember and it's very difficult for your body to take protein that you're consuming and store it as body fat. In fact, 30% of the calories that you consume from protein are actually burned off through the digestive process because it takes a lot of bit or a lot of time, a lot of energy to actually break apart that protein into usable amino acids that your body can actually take, which is one reason why you might get the meat sweats if you devour way too much Texas barbecue, like I did at Lewis Barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina yesterday. Quick shout out, if you ever go to Austin, Lewis Barbecue is also there, fantastic. Anyway, going a little bit further, eating more foods ahead of face, what we wanna think about here, one of my favorite methods to really help my clients here is the 4-4-40 protein method. And this means four times per day, we wanna have meals where we're having 40 grams of protein, right? So. When we have four meals times 40, that puts us right around 160 grams of protein. For most people, that's going to be a sweet spot. Now, you might have to titrate this up and down, but a very simple way to think about it is if you're having four meals per day, we want to have four servings of protein total 
each of about 40 grams. That should help you get directly towards your goals. If you're watching this on video, I'm holding up my hand right now. And one popular method to actually get this is by looking at the palm of your hand. That's going to help you dictate what a good serving is for you based on your size. So it could be a palm of protein each and every single time when you're having a meal. That should get you close and provide a framework for how much protein you need to be eating each and every single day. All right, lean physique tip number two, eat more plants. So we wanna eat more foods that had a face and we wanna eat more plants. The reason is your body does not get full on calories, it gets full on volume. And most people overeat, hence we have massive overweight and obesity issues throughout the world, not just here in the US. So when we're focusing primarily on getting plants, fruits and veggies, we're gonna be loaded with vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients that are gonna take up a lot of space directly in your stomach without adding a lot of calories to everything that you're having. So every time when you're having that, when you're implementing the 4-4-40 protein method that we just discussed, and that's something that we teach specifically within our Look Great Naked protocol, well, you're going to make sure that your body's getting filled up, not just on lean protein to support muscle growth, but plenty of plants, plenty of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients are going to help you get a lot of nutrition directly into your diet without over consuming calories. So each time that you're eating, make sure you're eating something that also came from the ground. Lean physique tip number three, you got to lift at least four times per week. And the reason is muscle is your metabolic powerhouse. I'll say that again. Muscle is your metabolic powerhouse. When you train consistently, every single time that you train, your muscles act like a sponge, right? And so what happens is we have those muscular contractions and your muscles want to soak up all those nutrients that we're putting directly into your body. Therefore, when you build more lean muscle, one, it's going to create a buffer. It's going to allow you to actually be a little bit more relaxed on your diet without adding a lot of body fat. But even more importantly, muscle is the most metabolically active tissue we have directly inside of our body, I guess outside of our brain. And the reason we want to be able to add that lean muscle, well, when we have more muscle, we boost our metabolic function. When your metabolism is functioning at a much better clip, that allows you to be able to eat more, to have a little bit more variety, a little bit more flexibility and freedom directly in your diet. Now, why do we want to focus on this as well? Well, when we're training four days per week, and if you haven't listened to our previous podcast on maximizing muscle growth as a natural lifter, definitely go back and check it out. It will be available in the show notes. We want to train muscle groups multiple times per week. The reason is muscle protein synthesis, so that increases as a result of our training, stays elevated for 24 to 36 hours as long as you're not on gear. But when that happens, if we train our chest on Monday, we want to be able to hit it again multiple times throughout the week. So it matters what type of training split that you follow if you're going to be following a train, if you're going to be working out four days per week. My personal recommendation, just like we have in our minimalist muscle blitz and our minimalist muscle system, we want to train muscles two to three times per week. Because when we train muscles two to three times per week, well, guess what? We're creating more of an opportunity to build that lean muscle throughout. And in addition, well, well, we increase our metabolic rate. We can build lean muscle, which obviously is going to help us look our best. And that's going to be the best formula to build that lean, muscular, and athletic physique that you're after. Next up, do compound exercises first. So what do I mean by compound exercises? Compound exercises are compound, aka multi-joint exercises that require you to use the most amount of muscle mass possible. So this would be things like your squat, like your deadlift, bench press, row, lunge, kettlebell swing. We want to focus on the exercises that are going to give us the best bang for your buck within each and every single workout, right? We don't want to major in the minors. We don't want to hit 13 different variations of bicep curl before we can even do a chin up. Instead, we focus on getting these compound exercises and building strength, training them multiple times per week. That's going to help build strength, which increases your capacity to improve everything else in the gym. And it's going to help you build more lean muscle. 
And here's another important component, right? If we are doing our compound exercises, you're doing a heavy deadlift. Let's say after you've already ran a mile, you've done a bunch of kettlebell swings and a bunch of isolation work. Compound exercises require the most focus to do them safely and effectively. They require the most neurological energy to be able to maximally contract muscles under force. And if we do that under a state of fatigue, that's when a lot of injuries can actually creep in. This is one huge problem that I have with certain training programs, aka CrossFit. If you're doing complex exercises under a state of fatigue, when your body cannot maximally generate force or you lose your focus, the chance of injury actually goes through the roof, right? There are a lot of great things about CrossFit, but the programming aspect right there, people have to understand what the risk is. And in many cases, that's why injuries crop up and why many people who are doing CrossFit never quite build the lean jack and muscular physique that they want, even though they are in great shape. Lean physique tip number five, use isolation exercises to fill in the gaps. You get this weird subset of people in the fitness industry who think it's hardcore just to use these old tools, only use a barbell, only use dumbbells, only use calisthenics or whatever the fuck, right? Come on. Like that's like wearing leather helmets to play football because that's what they did back in the 20s. Is that really what we want? No. Isolation exercises, and this can be using dumbbells, bands, machines, cables, whatever you have in front of you, create the perfect opportunity to train in a joint friendly way and to build up your weak points. Yeah, it's important to focus on the basics. And that's why we say stuff like success comes from the ruthless execution of the basics. But isolation work, when it's well-timed directly into your program, is going to help fill in the gaps. Me personally, and if you're looking to really build that aesthetic physique, most of us should focus actually more on some additional isolation work for our shoulders and maybe a little bit less overhead pressing. One of the primary reasons is, well, compound exercises such as an overhead press most people have the mobility of a fork. They can't get into that overhead position safely. And as a result, when they chase getting stronger and stronger and stronger on a movement that they can't necessarily support with great biomechanics, that opens the door for injury. That's how a lot of people end up getting loads of PT and never build the body that they want because their shoulders are completely trashed. So an example would be, maybe we want to dial back some of the overhead pressing, but increase isolation work to build rounder, strong cap delts while decreasing the overall stress on your body. What you need to think about is whatever your weak points are, could be your calves, could be your forearms, could be your biceps, could be your shoulders, whatever the case, we can definitely use isolation exercises as support for what we're doing with a structured program with the compound exercises to really build out the best looking physique at the same time that we're improving performance and strength levels. Lean physique rule number six, getting seven hours of sleep per night. Think about this. If you could create and sell a supplement that boosted testosterone, that increased insulin sensitivity, that increased growth hormone, that increased discipline, that decreased cancer, that decreased injury risk, that decreased mental illness, that literally improved every single physiological function that your body goes through, imagine what that could sell for. You know what that is? It's going the fuck to sleep. In the words of Samuel Jackson, right? And what we need to focus on here, I realize that getting sleep can sometimes feel like a luxury in the modern world. In fact, for me, it's easier to skip sleep, work long hours, and guzzle caffeine like it's going out of style. But ultimately, that doesn't serve us, not in our performance, not in our physique, not in our health, not in our relationships. And so what we need to think about is we need to dial in our sleep routines. To Even if we can't necessarily get more sleep, we need to get better sleep. So here are a few simple tips that I like to stick to. 
And I call this the 10-3-2-1-0 process. This was taught to me by one of my mentors, Craig Ballantyne. Quick shout out, right? So 10 hours before bed, you want to cut out caffeine intake. The reason is caffeine has a half-life, meaning half of the caffeine that is in the caffeinated beverages or foods that you're consuming stays in your system for up to 10 hours, right? So if you're having 300 grams of caffeine in a pre-workout at three in the afternoon, 150 of those grams are still going to be in there by one in the morning. That's going to disrupt your sleep quality and your ability to fall asleep. Three hours before bed, we want to cut out all work. And the reason is, if you've ever had a night where you're ruminating, have a million different things on your mind, you can't shut down from work, that's also going to prevent us not only from getting good quality sleep, it's going to prevent us from actually being present with those who matter most, with your friends, with your family, right? So three hours before the end of the day or before you go to bed, make sure you are not spending time working. Two hours before bed, cut out food, start to dial back on water intake and any beverages that you're having. When we are consuming food too close to bed, well, that's going to, one, give you the bubblies, which nobody likes, but it's also going to disrupt your ability to get sleep because your body is being forced to actually focus more energy on that digestive process versus going through and actually defragmenting your mind and help you consolidate memories and go through the recovery process. One hour before bed, avoid electronics. And this is the toughest one for most people across the board because damn near everything that we do is an electronic device. But the blue light that comes directly from computers, from phones, from all these different areas actually disrupts melatonin secretion within our body and keeps us awake, right? So what we want to do, you can use different things like blue light blocker glasses, you're a mine. Other things, you can use Flux, which is a great app that goes directly on your computer and actually dials down um, dials down the intensity of the light directly on your devices. And make sure you turn down the light on the devices that you're using, such as your smartphone. All of these tips put together are going to make a huge difference. So you hit snooze zero times in the morning so you can get up and dominate your days as you previously planned. Rule number seven, 15 minute morning walks around sunrise. This is an absolute game changer. Most people, even those who hit the gym, do not get enough baseline physical activity. And this will blow your mind, but our workouts might burn 5% of our calories that are burned throughout the entire day. However, neat, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, this is all the other movement that you get throughout the day, walking from the parking lot, walking to the fridge, um, doing chores. These different aspects burns as much as 15 to 20% of our calories throughout the day. Now, building the body that you want isn't just calories in, calories out. That's not the point. But what I do mean is increasing your activity outside of the gym is one of the simplest ways that you can dramatically improve body composition. The morning aspect is crucial, especially if you get out and go for a morning walk right around sunrise. Your eyes have photoreceptors that actually bring that light in. And when that light gets brought in directly through your eyes, it can help increase dopamine production, you're going to be able to increase vitamin D levels in your body, but also it actually starts a circadian clock within your brain to make sure that you start to get sleepier roughly 16 hours later in the day. So being able to get out, get that morning sunlight, get some movement going on. Yeah, it's going to help you burn more calories, have a little bit more energy throughout the day. It's also going to help you improve your sleep quality later on that night. Lean physique tip number eight. Track your training consistently, periodically track your diet, right? If you're not assessing what you're doing in the gym, you're guessing at the progress that you're making. I see so many people who go in the gym who don't have anything that they're tracking with. If they're on their phone, they're probably swiping on Tinder or TikTok 
whatever the fuck, right? Instead, if you're actually going through and tracking your workouts and seeing what your numbers are like, you're going to gradually be able to create progressive overload. Progressive overload is one of the most important driving factors for actually transforming your body. If you're lifting the same weight for the same reps with the same technique as you were a year ago, chances are your body's going to look the same. And when you actually go through the tracking process of having your workouts, and this is something we do specifically with all of our clients within the Look Great Naked protocol, it allows you to actually see what you've done, build confidence so you can get a little bit better, and then track that progress over time. When you have data, it eliminates drama. So when you can look at your workouts and see what's working and what's not, that's going to allow you to make directive decisions that really help you build the best body that you want with the time that you have. And now in terms of nutrition, listen, I'm not one of these coaches that says you always have to track your macros or do any of that or carry Tupperware around like a dweeb, right? Does that stuff work? Sure. If you want to be a competitive bodybuilder and step on stage, sure, that can work. But what we want to do is at least occasionally track what our macros are until we have a really good intuitive sense on how much to eat, when to eat, and when to make adjustments. Personally, do I track? I only track my nutrition when I'm changing gears before I set up more or less a meal plan that works specifically for me. So let's say I'm trying to get shredded. Cool. What I'm going to do then is I'm going to track where I'm at, where I want to go, create meals and structures directly around that so I can operate on a day-to-day basis with a plan that works for me. If you're trying to bulk up and you need to see how much you are eating and you're not consistently hitting that target, yes, then you're going to want to be able to track so you can hold yourself accountable to getting to those numbers. Yeah, your diet is definitely a big piece of calories in, calories out, but it doesn't tell the whole story. However, if you are consistently working hard but not getting the results that you want, specifically because your diet is not in alignment with that goal, one of the most important things that you need to do would be to periodically track and keep yourself accountable until you develop that intuitive sense to be able to optimize your nutrition for your specific goals. We have to think about tracking. We have to think about doing these things much in the way that we would with finance, right? If you are trying to save for a house, but you have no idea how much money you're bringing in, how much money that you're saving, how much money you're putting out, how effective is that going to be? Well, your workouts, your nutrition, they should be looked at within the same light. It doesn't mean you have to do it forever, but at least until you get an intuitive sense or until you can develop a plan that you can stick to consistently, then it's something that should be included in developing the lean, strong, and athletic physique that you're truly after. Now, here's your big takeaway. When it comes to building the body that you want, you do not necessarily need to live and die in a world of absolutes. What we need is we need a blueprint. We need a framework. We need a general design and then be able to pick and choose and adapt on the fly because your life is crazy and fitness can't consume your life. It should improve it. And when you understand the key principles that drive the results that you need to get the body that you want, then you can learn to adapt, then you can learn to pivot, and that's how you really build that sustainable lean physique that you're after without living in the gym. So these are the key principles you need to focus on. Number one, eat more foods that had a face. Number two, eat more plants. Number three, lift four times per week. I recommend our minimalist muscle blitz as a great starting point. Number four, do your compound exercises first. They're gonna be your best bang for your buck, specifically if you are busy. Number five, use isolation exercises to fill in the gaps. Number six, sleep seven hours per night. If you can't get seven, do whatever you can to increase that number because it's only going to help you optimize and get better results with all the other hard work that you're already putting in. Number seven, 15-minute walks, ideally around sunrise. And number eight, track your workouts consistently and periodically track your diet, data, 
eliminates drama. If you put these eight factors into play, you're gonna have the right blueprint to build a strong, lean, and athletic physique. Hey, it's Eric here again. Before heading out, I want you to shoot me a message over on Instagram, at Bach Performance, and let me know what do you wanna hear next on the podcast, and we'll create an episode specifically for you. Until next time, my friend, remember, fitness should improve your life, not consume it.